Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody, Wendy Sellers, the HR lady. Welcome back to our series. We're here with a very special guest, Vicki M. Lambert. Hey, Vicki. Well, I'm glad to be here. This is fun. Love talking about garnishments. One of my favorite topics. What can I say? (laughs) You're like the sole person in the United States. (laughs) And we're not talking about the uh, lettuce that goes along with your battered fish either. That's a different type of garnishment, right? Uh, I it, think so. I think so. <laughs> it's a, it's comedy hour here. <laughs> Speaking of, hey, JC, how you doing? <laughs> hey, I'm doing pretty good, actually. And believe it or not, the Debt Collection uh, Improvement Act, according to the Department of Labor, allows federal agencies or collection agencies under contract with them to garnish up to 15% of disposable earnings to repay defaulted debts owed to the U.S. government. Little stat to start things off. Back to you. Wow. And now is that specifically for defaults uh, for student loans or anything owned to the, owed to the government? Uh, def- no, it just go. Yeah, it just goes for uh, federal agency debt. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, that's there. good. You're the expert. You are the expert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you um, if you make um, if you have Social Security and you are on Social Security, but you're not 68, I believe. If you make money, if you make over a certain amount, they take your Social Security back. So that that could be a garnishment or you worked for the federal government, you got overpaid or you were a vendor and you got overpaid. It's everything but student loans and tax. So it's a little it's a very little known garnishment. It's people aren't really aware of it. So let me ask you a question Um, with all the news that's going on. You know, the past couple of years, the student loans were on hold and there was all this stuff going on in the news. And I think that's. Uh, the lose, you know, the, uh, forfeiting student loans is, is not going to happen. What are your thoughts on all this? Like, where does this leave employers? You know, I personally still have student loans. I'll probably have them till I die. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I continue to pay my student loans. If some, and some people didn't, do you have any insight into any of that information? Well, what we're doing right now, the American Payroll Association has a committee on garnishments. And one is for child support, and then the other is for everybody else. So the second committee um, is basically looking at this, and it is just dead right stop. We don't know what's going to happen. The, the problem is not the forgiveness of the loans, okay? Because payroll can deal with that. We don't care. Just If you want me to take it anymore, I won't take it anymore. Right. But the problem is going to be is if they decide to start reissuing, how are they going to do it? Because remember, you could have a mom and pop store and they've got a one person with a student loan. And then you've got Harvard or you've got uh, entertainment companies in California that have thousands upon thousands of people working for them. They could technically, possibly, and I'm not trying to scare anybody, they could receive all of their student loans on one day. It's feasible. Oh, if you had 4,000 student loans before they stopped it and they don't do any forgiveness, you might come into your desk the next morning and 2,000 of them are ready to be processed. We just don't know how they're going to do it. 
Oh, my goodness. Well, I actually think we need to scare people a little bit because we better we need to start getting our, our stuff ready and at least, you know, communicating with our employees. Hey, here's the news that's going on. We don't know the status, but you might want to check into it, you know, to give uh, the employees some 411 that this might be coming in in the future. JC, you got something for us? Uh, According to newly published federal data, approximately $40 million in wages were garnished from certain student loan borrowers' paychecks in May and June of 2021. And that carried on through the loan pause, believe it or not. And that was despite the Department of Education prohibiting wage garnishment during that ongoing pandemic student loan payment pause. So depending on the situation, it sounds and reads like some uh, repayments were still taking place across the United States. Well, some of those are are different than the agency debts. So they're owed differently to different people. So the federal government can control the agency, the state agencies. And these agencies are private companies that basically just handle the garnishments. Okay, so they just, you know, they send payroll, here's a student loan, process it. And they go through these these guarantee agencies. But there are also private ones that the, the federal government cannot control. And those are the ones that were still being kept taken. Those are the yeah. ones that nobody stopped. So the big fear here is that I'm going to come in with my cup of coffee the day after the Supreme Court rules against this, and we're going to start student loans up, and I've got 2,000 of them on my desk. Wow. And they have to be processed by the next payroll. Oh. And we've tried talking to the, the uh, agencies to ask them, are you going to send this out like one at a time? Are you going to give us spreadsheets? What are you going to do? They don't even know what they're going to do. And Vicki, is it true that there's a limitation of a uh, percentage of the paycheck that could be uh, associated with wage garnishment for the student loan? Is it is it true that it's 15 percent of the paycheck or is that a state uh, state's rights issue and, and what that percentage is? Could no, they take 100 percent? No, student loans go by the federal law. And they have their own law that that does student loans. Then we have a second federal law called the Consumer Credit Protection Act, the CCPA. And that sets the limit for creditor garnishment and child supports. Now, tax levies, they can do what IRS, whatever they want. State IRS agencies, you know, the equivalents could do whatever they want. But creditor garnishments and student loans are limited. Now, the creditor garnishment is 25% of what we call disposable. So that is your gross wages only minus the taxes. Okay, it's not necessarily the net of the check. Okay, because you could have a whole bunch of other 401ks and things in there that we just ignore. Yeah. So we would take 25% of that. That's the max we can take. But in all honesty, if a state cannot exceed that, most of the states are a lot lower. In fact, a couple states don't even allow you to do creditor garnishments. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. And we both said the same thing. Like, yeah. really? That's a... Uh... Good for those Isn't states. Like, I'm sure people there are happy. <laughs> like North Carolina and some other. I I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's the South Carolina and Texas. There it is. Yeah. Wow. So it, it's all over the place. So if you have a student loan and a creditor garnishment, normally there's a hierarchy of what you take. But the student loan law says if there's a creditor garnishment or a child support, you could go up to 25% to kind of collect both, all right? So it does have a little leeway in there, but until we figure out what's going on with student loans, it's gonna be virtually impossible to figure out what goes with everything else. Yeah, it really is. 
Hey, thank you for that. We are going to up next in our next episode, we're going to be talking about some more um, payroll garment, uh, garnishments, some unique and uncommon ones. And in the meantime, I just wanted to let our listeners know, if you're looking for a quick and enlightening way to start your day, consider checking out JC's daily podcast, Interesting Things with JC. It's got a ton of interesting, random information that makes me smile every day. Thanks for joining us. We'll be right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.